welcome back to Divine Healing by D. Today I have on Dennis Berry. He's a life mastery coach and he's been working worldwide with people for over 15 years. Uh, he's been sober since April 8th, 2003, during which time he has become a successful businessman, athlete, and family man. His journey in recovery helped him find his mission in life. And that's to help others achieve inner peace and success and master every area of their life. And he's also the host of the Funky Brain Podcast. Looking forward to speaking to him and I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I'm a life coach for addiction recovery, life mastery, love and relationships. No, how like how did your sober journey start? Could you give some like background on that? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, well, I mean, it goes way back to uh, <laughs> a long time ago. Uh, but, you know, when I was five years old, my mom said, my grandmother said to my mother, he worries like a little old man. And so I went into a uh, little bit of fear and anxiety like most people in life do. And then you fast forward to 15 years old and I started drinking and I just went on a little roller coaster ride for the next 15 years of taking away the pain of feeling the anxiety, the fear, the insecurities that a lot of people deal with, except that uh, I dealt with mine in, with drugs and alcohol. And mm-hmm. I, like most people, I had to reach that proverbial rock bottom where I just had nothing left in my life, uh, seemingly so. And mm-hmm. I hit that wall and I lost my job, my money, any uh, relationships in my life were done. And I was 31 years old and I had a girlfriend at the time and she came over and I had passed out in my clothes and peed my pants and I was like 60 pounds overweight. And this was 18 and a half years ago as we speak. Mm-hmm. And she looked at me and she goes, you know, this isn't going to work. And I just started crying. And I said, I can't stop. I don't know what to do. And she got online on that old dial up internet connection. Uh, (laughs) And she found a rehab for me to go to. And I went there um, in April 8th of 2003. And I've had a lot of uh, pain and heartache since then. Just because you stop drinking doesn't mean it's rainbows and unicorns. But I haven't had to drink or do any drugs or any other uh, harmful behaviors since then. And uh, I wouldn't trade any of it for anything. Amazing. And when you were growing up, like as a kid, when you mentioned that line, like you were like an old man, were you considered, like, do you feel like you had some kind of like empath abilities like were you very intuitive could you walk into the room and like feel how everybody was feeling is that like what led you to drink or interesting i haven't been asked that question before i mean i can't i can't (laughs) say that that's the case it was more about i uh i i mean i couldn't sleep i was i constantly worried about what people were thinking about me or saying about Mm. me I felt like I didn't fit in and that everybody else did. And one of my favorite memes now again nowadays is uh it's uh the you know, the older I get, the more I realize that nobody really knows what's going on here. <laughs> mm. We're all just kinda like yeah, winging it true. every day. And you know, we all just do the best we can every day 
with what we have. And, you know, even when you encounter people that it seems like they can do much better, maybe that's true. But I think mm-hmm. we're all doing the best we can with our level of awareness at any given moment. And, um, you know, when I was young, I just, I didn't know how to get to move forward and to feel comfortable in my own skin. And I could still struggle with that now, but I just, now I have those, uh, you know, those, that awareness and some healthy coping skills where, you know, I just need to get re-centered and I need to do that on a daily basis. And sometimes multiple times throughout the day, just get centered, you know, on the beam, as they say in the world of recovery, it's like, if I'm on the beam, if you think about it like a balance beam, then I'm coming from a place of wellness. I'm coming from honesty, contentment, and uh, I'm not taking things personally. Like I feel good about myself and my place in the world. If I'm off center, you know, I'm sensitive to criticism. I'm, mm-hmm. Maybe I'm being dis- dishonest with whether it's with somebody else or myself. And uh, I might react to situations rather than respond intelligently. And and I think what's important to realize is like, if I'm off the beam, it doesn't mean I suck or I'm a bad person or evil or anything. It just means, Hey, I'm off center. Let's get back to center. Right. How do I, how do I do that? Well, let's eat something healthy. That makes me feel good. Go for a walk, read something mm-hmm. productive, meditate, you know? Yeah. I was going to say meditate. <laughs> yeah. Must. Like the, when you hear the word center, you think of, meditating well i do i per- i do personally is that in your um life mastery coaching program do you recommend do you tell people to meditate absolutely yeah so meditation is key to everything that i do and you know what i take is a holistic repro- approach and i think a lot of people say that word but do you know what the the definition of holistic is I feel like it's like connecting with like oneself, like because of the word like holy, it's like connecting to a higher power. Am I wrong? Am I right? Well, yeah. So what actually what it means, and I'm glad we talked about this. And I, I just did a whole video series on mindfulness and meditation. And I'm doing mm-hmm. another one on, on health and wellness right now. I have a, a school, Life Mastery School, it's called Life Mastery School by Dennis Berry. And it's on my website, but holistic by definition in the dictionary it stands for uh whole it means whole so when i used to think it meant similar to what you said Mm. uh like a uh some sort of spiritual uh based approach to whatever you're doing whether it's your diet or health wellness whatever but what it means is whole and ironically do you know what the word health like our health are you healthy it also means uh whole the root word is whole. Mm. it comes from an old English uh, word from, uh, you know, centuries ago. So whole or holistic health actually means uh, whole, whole, <laughs> ironically. But holistic Oh, gosh, my means... professors are not happy with me right now because I studied old English and, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But, yeah, yeah. Dude, I mean, it's so true. The holistic means whole. So I, I want to yeah. be whole again when, when I'm whole. And, you know, we hear all the time body, mind, and spirit, body, mind, and right. spirit. And it's really the truth, and it's an, it's a you know age old truth. Uh, it's mm-hmm. nothing Dennis made up or uh, Davina or anybody. It's just this is a universal law. When we're whole, right. we're more complete, we're more effective, we're more understanding, and uh, and I feel better. And meditation and managing stress and 
not letting our minds control us is part of that holistic approach. Mm, I like that. I like that a lot. So you would say that you, for your life mastery program, do you see most people with like AUD or is it like a mixture of like, who do you see more of like percentage wise? What do you think? Uh, What, do you mean the how my clients are broken down? Yeah, like how are your clients broken down? Like, do you see more people suffering from alcoholism? Do you see a lot of people who like need help in relationships? Like, what's your bread and butter? Yeah, yeah, it's about four. About it used to just be just addiction recovery for men when I started doing mm-hmm. this about fifteen, sixteen years ago. And right. then what would happen was women would come to me and say. I want you to fix my husbands or boyfriends or husband, uh, <laughs> fathers or brothers or whoever, but you yeah. can't help anybody who doesn't want to be helped. And so I started I working know. with women to teach them about self-love, self-care, and self-respect, how to uh, care for yourself. And then I started working with couples, and now it's about 50, 50 It's about 40% addiction recovery, 40% love and relationships and marriage mm-hmm. coaching. And then um, about 10, 20% uh, high performance, uh, business. I work with a lot Mm. of kids now, too. And uh, I love what I do. That's awesome. What age range kids are? I have currently four kids that I work with, ranging from 14 to 17. And then Mm, uh, I also have 18-year-olds, but then they're adults now. Yeah. Then that magic number makes you an adult. So, what do you? How do you help the kids or the people who need an attitude adjustment? <laughs> a lot of people <laughs> need you read that, that, don't you think? Yes, I think we <laughs> all do, not just kids, and and me included. It, totally, I you know. know. It's like everything's going well, and all of a sudden, like you know, boom, something shifts your thinking, and it's just getting yeah. that little attitude adjustment. But you know what I find with kids now is a challenging is, uh, um, you know, the, between the video games, COVID, mm-hmm. isolation, not learning yeah. how to, uh, you know, have relationships in school, interacting with other people. And and a lot of them are uh, is, is suffering from, I you know, not too much of the low-grade depression, but more uh, what's my purpose type thing, I think. And, uh, you know, it's just like getting them excited about life again and saying, oh, it's not just doom and gloom. We're not going to be stuck in this house forever. And I think they're starting to have that hybrid school schedules and getting out and interacting with the kids again, and which is so important. I think, I think school is about 50% of your, of school is class. The other 50% is learning how to interact with people and have relationships and get in fights and, uh, you know, manage, you know, life a little bit and they were missing that piece and and we all get a little, you know, depressed if we spend too much time in isolation. Totally agreed. It's it's a big adjustment, especially with like a lot of kids going to school half the time and then doing it at home and then being used to being at home. It's a lot. And I'm really glad that I was not a student during COVID. I just have to say that. I thought about that like multiple <laughs> times a month <laughs> during COVID. I'm like, I don't know how they do it. I don't know how my sister does it. My cousins do it. It yeah. is a lot. 
Yeah, so, it's rough. I had one girl, yeah. uh, she was 16 years old, and I was like, when's the last time you went outside? She's like four days ago. Oh, and God, that's so sad. Like, it is, and she's an athlete. She's a soccer player. And she, you know, she does really well in school, so she's on her classes for six hours a day or whatever it is. But you need to go outside. We need fresh air. We need to breathe and interact with other human beings. We're meant to do that. Yeah, you know what? I was on Instagram and this influencer was getting shit from her followers for getting a tutor for her three-year-old son in Miami. She's like, taking, putting my kid in school right now is like a matter of life and death. It's my choice how to, you know, where to go with his education. I don't need this negativity from people telling me I need to put my kid in a school. But at the other hand, I know these people were saying, like, your child needs to socialize. <laughs> so I was yeah. just thinking, like, can you just get off this mom's back? She's doing the best she can. Yeah, we're all doing the best she can. And she, you know, she, so what, she got her kid a tutor? Is that what you said? Yeah, she gets a tutor for her three-year-old to do, like, basic things with him. And I'm like, okay, at three, that's all what they teach them. In, what do they teach them at school? Maybe at, like, five, your kid should go to a classroom. But I think up to like two, three, what's the point? Interesting. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't get into that. It's all an individual decision. It's like, it is an individual, if it, if, yeah. Yeah, if a kid's getting some benefit, cool. Or if the mom's getting a break from being a 24-hour mom, and you know, maybe that's the purpose too. Who knows? I, I'm not there. My job is to get kids excited and improve focus. And when we talk about mm-hmm. life mastery, it's really a lot, at least in my world of coaching and my practice, it's really it's all about focus. So we're right. all very unfocused. We live in a very busy world with all of our technology, and we really need to get laser focus on what it is we're doing, where we want to go, because if we're not focused, we're unfocused. And an example mm-hmm. I like to, to use is, um, you know, New Year's resolution. So mm-hmm. every New Year's, we're like, oh, I'm going to lose 20 pounds, write a book, start a business, improve my relationship, and make a million dollars. And uh, two weeks later, we're overwhelmed. And we're like, well, I can't yeah. do all this. So we start eating cake again, go get drunk, and then nothing happens. And then next year, it's the same five New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. And it's because we're all so overwhelmed. And we really yeah. need to get laser focused on one big goal, and I call it the one thing. And we work okay. on one thing at a time, and we get it done at a high level. And then you move to the next one thing. There's always a new one thing to work on. But, mm-hmm. And I'm not saying just work on one thing and, you know, forget about your other responsibilities. But right. we just need to get clear on where we're going. Because, you know, there's a great book title. You don't even need to read the book, or if you want to, you can. But it says, if you don't know where you're going, you'll end up someplace else. Mm-hmm. And it's really true. It's really true. Really? It's like I need it to is. Yes. Every morning, where am I going? Where am I going to be at the end of the week? I mean, we want to stay present and focused. And then we start getting our goals done at a high level. And then we right. become more confident, happy, healthier. Our relationships are better. And we just feel better. Mm. You can really apply that to everything. Like relationships, job, with your family. Very simple. Exactly. Very, very yeah. simple. And we do. We do apply that. Mm. That's what's central to my coaching practice is like if, if we're uh, in, in anything, whether it's addiction recovery or 
uh, like I said, uh, like you said, uh, marriage or relationships. Um, mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's a financial goal, like somebody needs to get out of debt or a couple needs to get out right. of debt. Sometimes it's a, uh, you know, very measurable goal like weight loss or something. And sometimes it's an emotional goal. Sometimes mm-hmm. I need to forgive somebody who's hurt me, maybe somebody from my past, somebody who uh, uh, abused me or even molested me or things like that. We need to put har- like these uh, horrible emotional wounds from our past in the past. And we need to find a way to heal from them and then move forward in life. Because it's hard to move forward when you're carrying that type of emotional weight inside of you everywhere you go. Very true. So you would say like having a positive attitude and manifesting is like a very important part of like your program and helping others also get over addiction, right? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, and manifesting in addition to work. Right. Okay. And I think that because when we get into manifesting and law of attraction and things like that, it's like, yes, we want to manifest uh, where what it is we want. If we want, whether it's money or weight loss or good relationships or health or whatever it is you're looking for, we want to manifest that. And then we right. want to still get laser focused and put that energy out into the world of action, specific action to get through all of these things and uh, become successful. Because we can't just manifest and, and think our way to success. Right. We want to manifest it and we want to think positively and put that energy out into the world while we're working on specific goals. And that's what I do as a high-performance coach is get very specific and mm-hmm. stay focused on what it is we're doing today. Not necessarily on the main goal in 10 years from now, but what are we doing today to get to that main goal 10 years from now? Mm. I like that. That's very important. Okay. So was there anybody that that was in your program that you met them and you said, hey, I don't know if I could help this guy or lady, and then you did and you were surprised? (laughs) Or do you, like, not think about that? (laughs) Well, I do. You know, I... I really believe in in my heart and soul that mm-hmm. I can help anybody. There, are, there is a group of people that I, I choose not to work with, and that is mm-hmm. uh, mess addicts, just because I haven't had success with them, and it's just been wow. – I, I don't have experience with meth. I used to snort cocaine and smoke mm-hmm. weed, lots of weed <laughs> for a long time, and uh, I drank a lot, and I – had broken relationships, financial problems. Uh, like I've had all of life's ups and downs, except mm-hmm. that, and I, and I haven't had success. So I, I think that there's people that are more qualified to handle people that suffer from methamphetamine and addictions. But uh, anybody else, I, I've been able to help a woman who was raped by two different guys brutally over wow. th- uh, three three years apart. They weren't even related incidents. And I was able mm-hmm. to help her forgive them and send them love. I was able to mm-hmm. help a woman uh, forgive the man who killed her son. Holy and Lord. I was, yeah, I was, and she got to a place, and this took almost a year of work, mm-hmm. of working on, I have a specific forgiveness process that I use to help people put, put aside emotional wounds like that in order to uh, be able to move forward successfully in their own lives. 
And, you know, what is the worst thing that can ever happen to you in your life is that you lose a child. And Mm -hmm. this woman had her son uh, murdered, and she was able to forgive the man who murdered her son. And that's That's the most powerful thing. And, you know, she came broken and hurt and wanted to die herself. And and now she's uh, happy, healthy, productive, and she spends her life helping other women do similar thing. So any Aww. I think anybody anybody with a desire to change can and will mm-hmm. change with the right direction and accountability. Wow, I just got chills in my legs. That's really nice. I wanted to put my um healer hat on and get a little more spiritual if you don't mind. If you didn't I love if you've it. never experienced this or you didn't think about it, it's okay, you can just say, but did you ever go down deeper into why you had addiction problems, like possibly with like past life regression or did you see any healers and talk to them about it? Like, do you know why this is your, let's say like your lesson that you have in this life to like get over addiction? Do you know the root of why you're an addict? Uh, I don't, I have not done that work. I have Mm. I am currently working with a, a spiritual hero, and I live in Playa del Carmen in Mexico. And oh, okay. I didn't know if you know that, but I um, there's a, a man here who I've been working with for the last uh, almost two months, I would say, and mm-hmm. uh, he, he goes in very deep, deeper than I've gone with the spiritual mm-hmm. healing and the emotional energy. He was digging into chakras. And mm-hmm. I can't, I can't intelligently speak to those because I haven't done the research or uh, behind it. So I don't want to sound like I can't, <laughs> but, uh, but maybe you can, you can tell me a little bit more. I mean, I know that I was a wounded child, but I don't know if it mm-hmm. comes from another lifetime, but I'm not, uh, I don't ever doubt any of that because uh, I don't know. It's all quite possible. So, I would love to gift you a Reiki session if you want. I would be happy to work on you. But you could also check out, maybe get into, like, numerology or even just opening up your Akashic records. Like, seeing it. I did it this week, and it was beyond. It was amazing. I highly recommend everybody to do it. But I did past life regression six years, six, seven years ago, and I also found that very, very beneficial it helps you um, like discover why you have like certain relationships in your life and why there might be some like tension with certain people or let's say you have some kind of like illness or like injury ailment that is just bothering you a lot but you can never get to the root of it or like heal it and that kind of brings it up. So those are like the best things to maybe go down deeper into your addiction journey and find out why and it, it gives clarity so like when you were telling me that you um help this woman forgive her son killer i'm just like how do you like how do you do that without like getting into the spirit you know like i have my way i just want i want to know like your way how did you help her was it a lot of like talking and like meditation visualizing things fascinating yeah yeah great anything spiritual about it like anything or no 
Yeah, spirituality is key, is an integral piece, uh-huh. and that comes from meditation. In her case, okay. she, we can we did that together with Buddhism, and mm-hmm. we did Buddhist meditations. And what we really do is a lot of writing. And oh, there's okay. talk therapy is really only effective with a very small number of people. The rest of us need action and visualization. So we need to see uh, uh, our own thoughts in essence. And that's what mm-hmm. writing does. And I can't, I, I, I mean, I think I'm, my guess is you might have heard this before, but it, the average person has between 60 and 80,000 thoughts every single day. Yeah. And that's crazy. almost one per second. And most of those are useless or even harmful thoughts. And how mm-hmm. can we be productive if we can't um, slow down that thinking process and even organize our thoughts a little better? And that's where the writing comes in. And uh, meditating is such an important piece of that to help us slow our thinking down. And uh, I mean, I I connect with Buddhism because not so much because of the realms of the the heavens and the earths and and uh, stuff like that. It's more about mm-hmm. uh, uh, awareness. And I love Buddhism. Yeah, it's a, more about consciousness and awareness. And mm-hmm. I I love Buddhism because. Like if we, and we don't, I guess we don't have to make this a religious discussion, but I don't, I grew up Catholic. I just didn't connect with that faith and I don't judge Mm -hmm. people who do. I just don't connect it because um, I've studied the Bible and the messages there are great. And the Bible says this is God's final written word and you have to believe all this. And I like Buddhism because Buddha said, you know, he was just a man who came to enlightenment. And he mm. said, these are my teachings. And I encourage mm. you to challenge them until they become your truth. Because if they're not your truth, they're not the truth. And I connect with Deep. that. And yeah, and so what I do is I study those teachings, which are, you know, very similar to any other spiritual practice. It's like be mm-hmm. a good person, don't steal from people, don't lie, uh, don't, you know, commit adultery like be an honest person and live a, a fruitful life and you'll have heaven here on earth within you and i love that and that's what i uh, instill in my clients and that's what i did with this woman she was able mm-hmm. to find that faith that's in within her and within all of us all the right. time we just need to access it it's it's hidden it's buried underneath all the stress and fear and anxiety and insecurity and wounds from our past. And when we can remove those obstacles, then we're free to do anything we want here in this lifetime. That's beautiful. So are there any healing modalities that you'd like to maybe implement in your coaching or just in your everyday life that you've been maybe scared to or like you haven't had the time to anything that's like coming up or you know like those ads on Instagram or Facebook like you talk about it and then like they pop up and you're like oh look at it later they're so creepy Instagram (laughs) (laughs) your phone is listening to you (laughs) it is yesterday I was working and I was talking about elderberry with like a vendor next to me and he gets ads for elderberry so it's crazy stuff. Yeah. You could turn that stuff off, you know. 
I it is off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that creepy? <laughs> yeah, there you go. I know. Yeah, it happens every day. But that's the world we're in. But we have I to know. embrace it. Um, I know. Yeah, you know, honestly, I don't. Um, I, I, I don't. I, I'm not opposed to anything. And when I when mm-hmm. something new comes up that I can implement in my life or strikes uh, a chord with me, then I do pursue it more. Uh, right now, I I don't. I I stick to meditation. And, mm-hmm. you know, when I, the meditation that I practice and teach with my clients is, it's more of, you know, when, when I talk about meditation, it, what I talk about is we all have different personalities. We all have different mm-hmm. things that we connect with. And it's important that we all have our own path. I can't tell you to, to do any specific type of meditation practice or spirituality or religious practice. I think as long as you connect with something and mm-hmm. it makes you happy and you're not cutting yeah. people's heads off in the name of God or flying planes <laughs> exactly. into buildings, then keep doing that if it makes you happy, mm-hmm. you know? And that's my approach to it all. And I do the uh, uh, mindfulness meditation. Uh, mm-hmm. If you want to associate that with uh, Buddhism or Hinduism or, I mean, Islam or whatever it is that aligns your purpose with the purpose of the universe, then go right ahead. That's what I say. You know what? Well said. I really like your, you're just like straight to the point, real, honest. It's great. I love it. What's your sign? I'm a Pisces. Oh, you're my opposite. Do you know your other (laughs) sign? Your rising and your... Moon, do you know? No, you know, somebody told me that recently. I didn't know. Like, when you say other sign, is it because we, we switch signs? Because I'm almost 50. And somebody told me that. No, I think not it that. Was like, okay. No, no. If you're rising, it's like what time you were born. And then your moon is like how you feel, how you are in relationships. So they say Pisces, especially Pisces men, they're kind of like in their own world a lot. And they're very sensitive. So they become like this healers um they may suffer from addiction issues like that's it's very common you can blame it on that if you want just kidding (laughs) Uh, (laughs) no but but i I am very sensitive and i did have uh addiction issues yeah it's something that i like you know you should be by the water a lot be very good for you well i yeah i live uh in paradise yeah so I, I spent all weekend. You're halfway there. In the ocean. <laughs> yes, I know, and it's so funny you say that because for the last thirty over thirty years, I just moved here about three months ago, and for the, over the last thirty years, um, I was a ski racer, mountain guy, and lived in the mm-hmm. mountains. And I, I was land. I lived in Colorado for t- over twenty years, and Vermont for ten years, and I. I always associated myself as a, a mountain man, identify myself that way, but I'm not. And I haven't been in like 20 years and I had to realize that. And I came, I've been coming here. I'm a scuba diver, swimmer, ocean man. And I had to put myself back here. And ever since I've been here, it's, I have found myself again. So it's amazing that you say that. That's beautiful. Well, yeah. you know, I know some things. I'm useful I be- a little bit. I believe you. 
I love oh, it. you have the Funky Brain podcast. What's next for it? Where do you see it going? The Funky Brain podcast? Yeah. What's next for that? Uh, well, it's kind of on autopilot. I, I don't. We don't do as much uh, ep- as many episodes as we used to. Um, mm-hmm. We have. There were so many, and there, there was a, a while I was doing like five a week or more. And wow. So there's a couple. There's a couple hundred episodes, and I've had the privilege of interviewing some amazing people on the planet here, and athletes, uh, uh, entertainers, Emmy award-winning people. Uh, I had uh, Mark Victor Hansen, who wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul. I had all oh, types of cool. people, all different <laughs> walks of life, and uh, it was it's been fun, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm putting a lot of my focus into. Uh, coaching and yeah and talking with other people and getting like talking with people like yourself and getting other points of view and other uh outlooks on life i'm honored we get we get stuck in our own patterns of thinking and that's kind of what causes the problem in the first place is our own patterns Mm -hmm. of thinking (laughs) so we all need it yeah we all need outside influence and different uh we, we need to continue to grow i was taught if you're not pushing uphill, you're sliding back downhill. And there's no, like, planing out or resting. And the what I mean by that, and people get confused that they think pushing uphill, it doesn't necessarily mean struggling. It just means trying to be better than you were yesterday. And mm. when, you, when you continue to strive and push uphill, you just become better. And we need a little, con- it requires effort and consistency and help with um, you know an accountability partner or somebody to help mentor, push you. Yeah. yeah, a mentor. I agree. Absolutely, definitely. It's very important, especially in this field, to have a mentor or like at least I don't know two or three that you can talk to with different points of view. Exactly. Yeah, and I, you know I was taught also to have an expert in every area of my life. So if I if I have to go to uh, court, I need a lawyer. If I get mm-hmm. sick, I need a doctor. I hate doing taxes, so I need to have an accountant <laughs> every year. Otherwise, I'll get in trouble. And I don't have all the answers in life. You know, I need some guidance. And it's okay. Uh, I was taught it's okay to not know as long as you know you don't know. You know, if I walk around like I know everything, I'm never going to learn anything. We need to have approach life with a beginner's mind. You know, in the mm-hmm. mind of an expert, there's very few possibilities. But when you have a beginner's mind, anything is possible. It's a limit. I love that. I totally, totally agree. Dennis, this was so much fun. Thank you for coming on. Can you tell everybody where to find you, sign up for your program, or just talk to you? Absolutely, yep. The very best place is at DennisBerry.com. And you can sign up for a free session. We can chat see if uh, uh, that excites you. You can buy my book. You can watch the Funky Brain podcast. And what else do we have going on? I think, oh, Life Mastery School. It's a series of videos that are currently free uh, about addiction recovery, mindfulness and meditation. I'm working on health and wellness right now. There's love and relationship coaching. And uh, all for free. Check it out, DennisBerry.com. Awesome. Thank you, Dennis. I'll be in touch with you, okay? Have a great rest of your day. Thank you, Davina. Have a beautiful day. Thank you. Take care. Bye. 
Back to Sherry in a second, but I just wanted to talk about my favorite vitamins by Mary Ruth's. I love to have the apricot, peach, and mango vitamin D gummies. They are delicious. And I know everybody has seen all these influencers getting these lymphatic drainage massages. Why not start with an amazing supplement in drop form? The lymphatic drops are also awesome. And I just got some new products that I'm going to try that I'm excited to, um, you know, implement into my diet. And if you guys want a code, it's Mary Ruth. You just go to their website, Mary Ruth Organics. It's an amazing company. It's all vegan, all natural, delicious. Use code Mary Ruth at checkout for a discount. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I just wanted to give you a friendly reminder. If you like what you're listening to, if you like my content, if you like my podcast episodes, I really appreciate ratings on Apple, reviews, subscribe, share to your friends, family, anyone you really think would benefit it. And thank you always for the support.